0: It seems that uh, kids' visions are not so great. Visions of what? <laughs> oh, you're that talking that about was them? a poorly <laughs> constructed sentence. Sorry. Playing outside seems to help kids' vision. These
1: children have no vision <laughs> is the problem. They, their horizon is so close. They have no idea about the future. No vision no whatsoever. Vision. It's derivative. <laughs> Even the way they play house is derivative. <laughs> Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are Jaquetta and Katie. Right. So I want to kick off with something. You, I usually do a reality uh, TV roundup where I go on the internet and I find it about reality TV shows that because mm-hmm. I don't watch them. I don't I know either. You don't really watch I don't them either. either. Um, but there's tons of them, and I I came upon one that was called Marriage Boot Camp. And it's been on for like six, seven, maybe even eight seasons. And what? I've never heard so it's one thing not to you know, we don't watch a lot of TV, but you know, we're not blind. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see stuff in the subway, you hear about things, but I'd never heard of this marriage boot camp. So apparently it is couples who wanna repair their marriage publicly, quickly. And they go away to a boot camp for a weekend or a week or something like this. The cameras are there. They have this, some real therapist Is and some quasi-therapist. Is there other way to repair your marriage? Quickly. Quickly and in public. And in public. Yeah. Uh, so it's turned, it started out as a, just a regular show, and now it's the, the latest iteration of it. It seems to be people who, have, who are famous... Oh. And we're having trouble. Like, and it's in the media all the time. Like celebrities who are married to other celebrities. Okay. Or people who have gotten together on other reality shows, and surprise, surprise, it didn't work out. <laughs> But they want to repair okay. the marriage publicly, and they need to stay in the public eye. Mm-hmm. So I'm researching this thing, and then I I come upon. Oh, so you're getting A-listers, B-listers, or is it reality show celebrities? It's like. Um, is it yeah, by celebrities? I mean, and not and there is a distinction between you know Hollywood A-listers and hip hop and pop stars and country okay. stars. So I think it's more of the latter. Okay. People who are, you know, I'm a rapper and the household name, and I've done some TV work, some film stuff, you know, maybe I did an animation, a kid's show, okay. whatever. so Flavor flame uh, The young, the Flavor Flav of today. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, so then I started doing some research. <laughs> Today's only, Flavor flame That's the only reference that yes. I have. What? Today's Flavor flame. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that he, if he were younger yeah. and relevant, yeah. he would be on the show. <laughs> All right? Definitely he would be on the show. <laughs> Because he was. He was on one of these yeah. shows. And he got he with shows, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Which was bizarre. Yeah. I actually watched a couple of those episodes just because it was so weird. Yeah. I couldn't, I had trouble believing that they were a couple. But then when I saw the was like, yeah, they're a couple, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they're 100% yeah. a couple. Yeah.
0: It was real. It was real. They, it was it was real. Real. they were oh, into each God. other.
1: So but, I started doing some more research. And it's a phenomenon, this marriage boot camp thing. This is what people are doing now. Because everything has got to be quick and it you has to I mean? you have to get all the hacks. You, in. Yeah, you get all the hacks. So, I was That's so. everything is
0: hacked. Yeah. Everything is like, "Oh, you so this got, is
1: this is the shortcut." Hacking your marriage. So, this is uh, a couple of different marriage boot camps. So, first of all, these things are usually like a weekend. And they range in price from $650 mm-hmm. to $6,500 and up for a weekend of marriage repairal. We need to get <laughs> <in> this. <laughs> well, it's not a word
0: I like it. I but it's, it's marriage repairal. This is the business we're getting into, "Hey, you know, it's Marriage Repairal. Yeah,
1: we will repair your marriage For, uh, in 45 minutes or
0: less. Yeah, so the whole weekend. Yeah. We'll do a whole We'll, just, we'll podcast the 6, out of your
1: marriage. Yeah, <laughs> $6,000, a couple. We will re, We'll mix it, we'll edit it, we'll yeah. have segments, we'll do a whole thing yeah. on your marriage. It's a repairal. Yeah, it's a repairal. So this is... Um, there's one woman that does a Michelle Omar's Lesbian Couples Workshop. Most of them are for all different kinds of couples. Mm-hmm. Some of them focus. So this is one for lesbian couples. It's 650 per couple, lodging excluded in Indiana. She's a PhD and a therapist, uh, some kind of imag- imago therapist. And she traces behavioral patterns back to childhood experiences. So I'm not saying that this is, sounds illegitimate because it sounds fine. Yeah. But in a weekend, yeah, two people, you're going to throw two people.
0: Well, you know what? If you
1: think about it, Why not take
0: think more about it this way because um, people have a hard time getting up and going to the therapist's office. True. And getting there is 80% of the battle. Yeah, it's like the gym. Yeah.
1: Once so, you get in the chair, you're ready to work.
0: Right, right. But couples have a hard time going week after week because they have to mentally and emotionally gear themselves up for this hour. Yeah, with but a therapist.
1: The, the work takes a long time. We've yeah. talked about this before I the know. show. Like, the therapy is not, you can't be like, you know, I got a problem Wednesday. I want it done by Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going in Thursday for a 15-hour session. They're going deep. They're going, so here's another one. A marriage boot camp, Friday to Sunday in Dallas, Texas. $1,200 for a couple. Um, it's a four-day itinerary designed by people who are not licensed therapists, but have gone through divorce. Oh. They've gotten remarried. Oh, my God. Okay. That's it. That's our qualification. So I can't do it. I mean, I could do it, but, I mean, should I? Actually, really, it should I would the kind of thing where you've been divorced and married and divorced and married and divorced oh, and a married. Mar- a couple of rounds. <laughs> a couple of rounds oh, yeah. if you're not certified. Right. right. Um, so it's a four-day. You have to go to, it's 15 hours per day. This sounds like a marriage sweat lodge. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. some kind of weird cult thing.
0: Right, they break you down yeah. emotionally.
1: And you're like, in, in the fierce. end, you're like, no, I just want to be married. It's cool. Yeah, it's all right. About <laughs> the other stuff. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. 15 hours a day for four days on your um, marriage, on anything, right? It's too much. That is. Yeah. That's way too much. Um, but I guess after you've been through that, you're like, we're sticking together. You know what I mean? Even, Maybe in they Netflix, starve you. even a Netflix binge, you're yes. like, and you want to get up. 15 you have to like, get me out. hours a day, you can't. You've yeah. got to stay in. Uh, there's another one, uh, $2,800 per couple, Friday through Sunday retreat, Sedona Soul Adventure. So this one is interesting because it's four-hour communication, energy exchange. They have um, Energy exchange? An intuit- it starts off with an intuitive, giving you a read. Okay. So this one's a little bit more spiritual. All right. Um, they, t- they talk about why you came together in the first place for this marriage that's falling apart. An energy reading, emotional cleansing, a massage. Nice. All right. Okay. So then there's another one that goes up, the Gottman Retreat. Seventy five hundred dollars. It's just a two day retreat. It's from Saturday to Sunday, for seventy five hundred dollars. Julie and John Gottman, both PhDs, they are the Masters and Johnsons of marriage. They say it's a. It's open. It says it's open to everyone, regardless of race, sexual orientation, or economic status. But it's seventy five hundred (laughs) dollars. So the only thing that qualifies is green. Is green. You're responsible for your own lodging and food and travel costs on top of the program. They don't even give you a meal. They're not even giving you food. Not even a bag of snacks. I gave you. I know. I got Pringles when I came in the room and Red Bull. Nothing.
0: Wow. Um,
1: I can. But here's what you get. Here's what you get with them. You get a private retreat, right, uh, for one-on-one sessions, six hours a day, or a small group retreat. So you have someone in your face about your marriage for six hours a day (sighs) for two days only. But still, private, one on one, or a small group. You have to do you have to do work in advance for seventy five hundred or seventy five hundred dollars. You do the work in advance, then show up and give the money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. So this is a different one I'm talking about. It's eighty eight hundred dollars. Oh Jesus! And for that one, you have to do the work in advance. Do you it have to provide by your yourself. Um, so they say it's really flexible. You can do it two, three, four days. I'm sure they'll have you there for as many days for as, however much money you have.
0: Yeah you know what What, what i mean how much do you got what's your
1: budget like some of these retreats some of the more expensive ones are smart they're like well in addition to the marriage counseling there will also be wine vendors for those people who want a more romantic setting yeah (laughs) that kind of negates the purpose or it helps you're like i don't know if our marriage is prepared but man we had some good varietals this weekend (laughs) you know some nice conversation. No, but you're not suppose supposed you're like. to. You're not supposed to. you drinking like, therapy. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's, it's not supposed to be a thing. So some they go from people yelling and screaming in your face to people serving you wine, giving you pedicures, manicures, massages, and all that. But the bottom line for the couples therapy, it seems to be that 97% of couples who go through couples therapy of any kind are happy with it, but 40% of them still get divorced. Oh. <laughs> Boy. (laughs) So that's a very expensive beginning to a divorce, eighteen hundred dollars of like bring your own snacks. (laughs) And you know, you know, maybe it
0: would save money in the whole divorce, because divorces are can get expensive. Yeah. Maybe
1: they need to have a divorce boot camp. Now, if you could do a divorce quickly, fifteen hours a day Mm -hmm. for four days for a few thousand dollars, I think people would be really happy with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, yeah, ma- so Marriage Boot Camp, and also, if any of you are interested in weird reality TV shows, if you've seen Marriage Boot Camp, I would love to hear about it. It looks wild. Yeah. I don't even know what network it is. I'm going to guess MTV or MTV, VH1. Mm, oh. Who does that kind of stuff? Sl- e? E or, like, not Bravo. Or so- Really? No. I'm saying not okay, Bravo. Okay, not Bravo. But, yeah, it just looks so bizarre to see celebrities that I didn't know who got together on TV shows I've never heard about trying to work through their marriage
0: oh. on TV on t- oh god in, how in painful. a in
1: a glamorous location i'm sure that is advertising for you. how painful yeah oh, all gosh. right what do you have Well, I have some sport news. Awesome. Thank goodness. What's going on in the world of sports? sports.
0: Because you can't get the sport news anywhere else. No. You come here for sport news. Well, we're breaking
1: our... We've never really reported on sports, just extreme sports. We tried to one time report on a sport. Yes. I thought we talked about tailgating, but we got the sport wrong. Right. (laughs) Well... This is a new sport I think a lot of people can get
0: behind. In France, lightsaber dueling has become an official sport. I saw something about that
1: on television. I saw a bunch of people in a park dueling. I didn't mm-hmm. know they were French. I assumed that that was something happening <laughs> yeah. on the West Coast.
0: Yeah, the French Fencing Federation has
1: officially recognized lightsaber dueling as a competitive sport. Is that because no one's fencing? <laughs> I, feel like I, like, I, think I always like the idea of fencing. It seems like fun, but I think fencing has fallen victim to the same thing as golf. Yeah. It's mostly a sport seen as something done by assholes. Yeah. And so people don't want to do it. They don't it. want to do it. Yeah. And so
0: um, they gave, the Fencing Federation gave the lightsaber the same status as the traditional blades. The foil, the, and, um, the F.P. or whatever. The F.P. Yeah. Um, so now competitors can begin to train like Luke Skywalker. They have the LED lit, rigid polycarbonate lightsaber replicas. Okay, that's a thing? Yeah. Yeah. But they <laughs> they do look, feel, and sound pretty similar to George Lucas's version. But they can't cut anybody in half.
1: Well then what's the point? <laughs> I would like to see lightsaber versus foil. I <laughs> see how that goes. <laughs> right. I mean Oh, there must be all the coverage I've seen of this so far has been supportive. There must be a lot of French fencers who are like, "This is bullshit. This is merd
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, merd I tell you?
0: This is merd Yeah, well, it's
1: yeah, it's just the thing because nobody's doing it, nobody cares, and it's like, yeah, why not?
0: And it kind you know, of... what, maybe it'll
1: maybe it'll entice people into fencing, right? You know, it's a gateway sport for fencing.
0: It is. It, it can. It can really. It can. Um, stimulate a little bit of interest in fencing, but it also gets kids up off their asses. True. Because so many of them yeah, are stuck, yeah. to yeah. stuck to their
1: screens and stuck to their games. I'm sure they'll find some way to digitize this and be like, you don't even have to get up, <laughs> know, to, to, be up to use a lightsaber. Yeah, they but they're
0: saying it is really a public health issue that uh, kids are too sedentary. They're just,
1: they're not getting the I, motion that they, they need. You know what, then they should put the screen over there <laughs> and they, it, attach it to a string and just keep pulling it. Yeah, I saw a kid the other day um, was panicking because she was down at like three percent. She was down to three percent. Didn't know what I didn't know what to do. What oh to my do. My and God. her mom was trying to figure something out. And I wanted to be like, just let it run down. Yeah. Then you're gonna have to I don't know get a book and like you should have a backup right book. right, right. <laughs> because that that's not gonna run down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. But in this game they have um they award points for strikes to the head and the body. Okay.
1: Well what's the thing made out of? them? You said it was super lightweight.
0: It's a polycarbonate I Yeah, okay. do, I don't think it has a lot of heft to it. I'm going
1: to load mine up with something. <laughs> Fill it in. <laughs> I know like marbles. <laughs> yeah. Nickels. Um. <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: They you do have to wear masks and armor for protection. Why? I thought the thing was light. I guess yeah, not. I guess not as light as I think it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so then there is a sudden death, though, if both fighters reach ten points at the same time. What if Darth
1: Maul drops into the scene?
0: (laughs) I know. It's probably going to turn into some big
1: kind of uh, cosplay situation. Like a LARP? What is it, the live-action role-play kind of stuff? (laughs) I uh, watched a film about that, because it used to be a thing. Do you remember in Union Square, they used to have the people boffing? There were the live Excuse action. Excuse me? Yes. Live action role play. So they had these big fake swords mm-hmm. and they used to fight in Union Square. This was like in the early 90s, like to mm-hmm. mid 90s. And it was like this kind of thing. Live action yeah. role play.
0: It's basically. Yeah. yeah.
1: But this is like the lightsabers. It's just like a bow staff almost. But my. I guess my uh, footnote to that is those people were not in shape. Yeah. <laughs> So they managed to figure out how to do this, what looked like a lot of work, yeah, without expending very much energy, energy at all. At all. Yeah. No, no calories burned. No, no calories day. were burned. Okay. Maybe they carbo loaded before they started. Probably. Out. Well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I found some a couple of things here. We reported on this before. Usually after it's over. Every year, the UN has the International Year of something. Yes, and we usually don't find out until like November, and we're like, "Oh man, it was the International Year of like refugees." We right, didn't even right. think about it. So I'm getting ahead of it this year since it's February. The International—it's the year of three things for the UN: the International Year of the Periodic Table. Oh, discovered in 1869 by Dmitri Mendeleev. I'm glad you're on this. Yeah. Now we know. It's like it's February, people, so it's not too late. Yeah. So, how to uh, go ahead and
0: explain, but we have to find ways to celebrate. I don't,
1: well, you can go to the, you can, uh, the UN has a a site that they're doing, the International Year of the Periodic Table of Chemical Elements.com kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So, Google that. It's very uh, easy to remember. Yeah, It comes up. So, basically, they're just going to celebrate the fact that this is one of the most significant achievements in science. It captures the essence not only of chemistry, but of physics and biology. So, don't sleep. Wow. On that people. It's also the um, International Year of Indigenous Languages. Oh, okay. Apparently there are 6,700 indi- indigenous languages spoken around the world. 40% of them are at risk. Wow. Okay yeah. Wow. I heard some people at a local bar the other day talking about Gaelic, how they're trying to keep that going. Keep, no,
0: Gaelic, it, alive keep Gaelic alive. Keep
1: Gaelic alive. It's hard. And they were telling me about there's an island that... Um, one of the guys that his cousins used to go to, it was like a summer camp, mm-hmm. and they would send them to this place and they could only speak Gaelic at the camp. Oh. I'm wow. sure those kids were trying to burrow tunnels to get out of there. Uh-huh. <laughs> because when you're when you're forced to do something like that as a kid, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. it and you've got to find a way to rebel. Yeah. And what happens if you're caught speaking like another language? On the uh, you know, at the camp. Then what happens? Yeah. They kick you off. Right. You want to get kicked off. Right. They're probably just yelling out in, like Mandarin, whatever. Any other language that get kicked out? God, it's that's so hard, especially if you struggle with languages. And also, if you like, don't I don't a have an ear for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand my okay. So, I come from an ethnic group. We don't really have our own language. But, like, you know, what if you were por- forced as a kid to be like, you got to speak Polish?
0: Yeah. How useful or would Italian. that have been?
1: Or Italian. How useful would that have been to you? How motivated would you be? Right, think? right. If you had to.
0: Well, actually, my grandmother, she was all Italian. Okay. And her her parents and her older siblings were all born in Italy. She they all the first, spoke it, Italian, first all language. Spoke, yeah, first language. She was the first American born out of the family. Mm-hmm. Did and she speak English? She spoke English, okay. yeah. But she wasn't allowed to speak English in the house. She had to speak Italian ah, in the house. and she Because would, everybody else was speaking Italian. That makes in sense. In the house. she was like, They're like, in this house, the rule is there's no English. It's only Italian. And whenever she spoke English, she got a smack across the face. Wow.
1: I don't know if they could do that at a camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to kind of change what it was. And there's one other international gear uh, of thing. And now I can't find it. Oh, well. It was the International Year of something else. Oh, the I, International he, Year of Moderation. I, I, I was hoping you'd say pancakes. Oh. <laughs> the International, international Year oh, In conjunction with the International House of Pancakes. <laughs> it you. But it's the International Year of Moderation. So Why? this is moderation against extremism. So extremism uh, and oh, political good. thought. That's okay. what I was thinking, too. I was like, don't tell me what to drink. I know. No, it's <laughs> it like
0: you're taking away my, <laughs> my, extreme. my wine and my big bag of potato chips yeah. over here. Because um, I have, a, this is my power food for today's podcast. Yeah,
1: we're, we're being powered by Red Bull and chips. <laughs> uh, I also have a tea, like, I'm going to drink that. But anyway, so moderation. So they're just trying to be, like, be moderate. Come on.
0: Come meet on, us in the meet, middle. Meet us in the middle. Meet us
1: in the middle. So the uh, International Year of Moderation, Indigenous Languages, and also the periodic table of elements. Good yeah. luck. You guys can go out there and celebrate all those. you still got a couple months left.
0: If you could, mo- if, is there anything that you do in excess that you wish you could be a little more moderate with? Um, I don't yeah, know. I could be
1: more moderate about? Yeah. That's a tough I know, one. isn't it?
0: Because it's like... Obviously, we, I don't
1: think the things I do are extreme. Yeah. Like, who does? Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was thinking the
1: same thing. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at my potato chips, but I'm like, yeah, well... I mean, I wish I could be um, less extreme about being annoyed by human voices. <laughs> they really, like the. I've always had a problem with noise and, and people talking a yeah. lot, but I think I, yeah, I would like to have, be more moderate around my, um, my wanting to kick people in the teeth Okay, when they're talking. And they're not, they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, it's right? me. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. It's me. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I do anything that, um. You're not that extreme. If anyway. I, tr- if I start doing something really extreme, I generally tire of it. Mm. So like I'll go through a, a period sometimes where I'm sure this happens to you, especially in the wintertime. Where you're like, ah, oh, I'm watching a lot of TV, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, oh, I won't watch anything for a while. Right, right, right. But I don't. Get know, on it's on like cyclical else. thing. Yeah. yeah, I'll get stuck on something else. Yeah. And right, what about you? And they think moderate, The year of moderation. The year of moderation. So what do I do? I don't think you're really do anything. I, I, mean, I, I would tell you. I'd be like, you, you're doing this too hard, too much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I know, break it up.
1: See, this is the thing. Yeah. Like we are examples. Like.
0: How do people that are extreme, how do they realize that they are extreme? Yeah, so we wouldn't like, even know. Yeah.
1: We might be way off the charts on something. We're like, nah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Everybody so, drinks 20 cups of coffee. That's something, no, though, that's actually something that I need to do in moderation, is the coffee. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how much coffee I was drinking, because unlike most people, I do it in secret. Oh, like, I, I'm okay. a home coffee drinker. Okay. I'm not a big out coffee drinker. As you know, we go out all the time. I'll have an espresso at the top of the meal. Right. But that's to prepare and to cleanse the palate. But when I'm at home, I drink a lot of coffee. Right. So that's something I should pull back on. I should not be so extreme with the caffeine.
0: Well, I am experimenting a lot with caffeine. (laughs) Experimenting? Yes. I know. Are you taking it in different forms? Different forms. Yes, I tried a caffeine pill. Oh,
1: someone else was telling me about a
0: caffeine pill. I, I highly recommend. Starting with a half, okay. <laughs> and bite it in
1: half or cut instead it instead of up. drinking coffee.
0: Well, no, instead of taking the whole get, pill, did you knock it back with a coffee? Oh, that right. would be me. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> what the, because you gotta be careful if you take a pill or a
1: half pill, yeah. as I as I recommend. Yeah,
0: maybe. Where do you buy? That, who?
1: That, I can't Somebody, somebody bought them a and colleague colleague. Gave them to me. Okay, a colleague. A, a colleague of mine told me about the caffeine pill too, and they were and we had this little kind of an argument. They were like, "Well, you drink a lot of coffee." And I'm like, "Well, but it's not a pill." Yeah, I know, That's all the I idea had. of a pill. Is, but that was is my only rebuttal, right, right. Well, that it's not in a pill. My yeah, but the thing is, be. you
0: don't want to be like coffee-breathing all over everybody and all your colleagues all true. day long. So yeah. a pill is a lot better, and then plus you could drink your water.
1: Yeah, but I'd probably drink coffee. <laughs> because <laughs> nothing offends me more than uh, decaf. Yes, yes. I yes. don't know why that is even a thing. It's, yeah. So we found our thing that we have to pull back on in moderation yeah. caffeine.
0: Well, apparently. yeah, right. Caffeine. we're, See, we're meeting in the middle of it. Yeah. Caffeine. We're both. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm going to say we're meeting in the middle. I'm going to keep drinking it. All yeah. Right, I have? mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. What do I have here? <laughs> <laughs> all right i have advice on advice all right advice on advice is a segment where we find advice on the internet or someone sends it to us and it stinks and it's unqualified and we improve upon it by giving our advice on advice if you have any advice on advice that you'd like us to check out please email us at hey you know it at gmail.com that's right it's seamless very nice <laughs> Okay, this one is from Ask a Manager.
0: Okay. Uh, this is a new column. Ask a Manager. Okay. Ask a Manager. All right, I'm okay. into this. Okay. Um, Dear Manager. Yes. I work at a high at a high level in marketing, and I'm supervised by Tammy. An old- oh, no. <laughs> That's worse than mine. I'm supervised by Brenda.
1: <laughs> by Cecily. Yeah.
0: An older, moody, and somewhat unpredictable woman. Okay an unpredictable
1: woman. She may do oh, any great movie at any time.
0: Yeah. Besides, her everyone I work with is pleasant. Okay. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we had a massive networking event for dinner for my industry that I'm sorry spouse- to That sounds
1: awful. <laughs> what is the industry again? It's marketing. Can you imagine a networking event for marketers? Uh-huh. It must have been people must have been sweating handing out their cards and oh exchanging God.
0: information. Well, it was a big one in the industry that spouses were invited to, so my boss and everyone got to meet my husband for the first time. Okay. Really? Go, for seemed, the first time? Seemed to go well. Uh oh. Then the following Friday night, my husband told me that he received a very strange call from someone he thought sounded like Tammy. She has his number as an
1: emergency contact by the way. Uh-huh, okay. But it was not an emergency.
0: Yeah, it was fairly late in the evening. I was staying at my parents' house that night to help out as my mother was recovering from surgery. Mm-hmm. He said he answered the phone and a lady who sounded like Tammy asked him what he was doing that night. What are you wearing? <laughs> he <laughs> said she sounded kind of drunk. Okay. <laughs> he asked her if this was Tammy, my boss, and she chuckled and said yes. After a couple...
1: How awkward for this husband. <laughs> really? What After- would you? I mean, that's just <laughs> such a bad situation. Like, uh... Is this Felicia? Are you drunk? Yeah, are you
0: drinking? After a couple more moments of somewhat slurred speech, he hung up and she didn't call back. He immediately told me about it when I got home. The next morning, Tammy seemed completely
1: normal and didn't say a word about it. Because he's like trying to cover his ass right away. He's like, I'm letting everybody know what happened immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In case this pops off. I do know that she
0: enjoys drinking quite a bit at night. Okay, nothing wrong with that. she has said so herself before. And she's unpredictable. Yeah, that's Tammy. That's Tammy. That's
1: Tammy. As
0: long as she isn't out driving, I
1: figure there's no harm in it, but now I'm not so sure. Okay. (laughs) Tammy. (laughs) As long as as she's not behind the wheel. Yeah. Because there's nothing else you can do wrong when you're drunk.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, I'm angry at Tammy, whether she remembers or not. I tried to come, whether she remembers it or not, she tried to come on to my husband. Mm -hmm. I wanted to confront her, but I have no idea what I would say. My husband is upset as well. Um, yeah, I'd be upset. I I think Tammy was out of line. Um, am I just supposed to try
1: to forget it or, or what? Okay, so this is a tough one because... It is kind of creepy and weird. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what would I would do in that situation if... It, I try to think sometimes when people are drunk and they do things like this that are out of character. I mean, I know she's saying this one was unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was just the worst day. Yeah. Like, off day for them. Yeah. Something was going on. They made a bad decision and if nothing like that ever happens again, maybe we should all just be like, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Because what's she going to say? Like, if you confront her with it, she's going to be like, I was drunk as shit.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Gonna, yeah. I'm
1: embarrassed. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't, re- I don't even remember dialing. But yeah, there yeah, it is in my phone. It they're happened. I did it. it I'm not saying it didn't happen. Uh, can we just move on? Mm-hmm. You know, nothing happened. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All
0: right. So, I, think, I mean, what do you think? You know, I, well, it's just like, can oh my God. Escal- I mean, there's nothing to escalate.
1: Yeah, but you go to your manager and be like, "You're calling my husband." Yeah, and then she's like, "Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was drunk." Eh. It's it's not it's not it's inappropriate, but it's yeah. not illegal to try to sleep with someone's husband. Yeah, in the lamest way possible. It's it's yeah. what? What did you say? It's it's inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, but it's not illegal, right? Right. You know right. what I mean? Like it's out. It's definitely out of bounds. Yeah. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't run up to him and grab his. You know. And she just called him. Yeah, she called him. She didn't show up at the house in a trench coat. Yeah, and a smile.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> and a bottle of wine. Yeah, hey. she
1: made a mistake. Let's. I, hopefully, that's the. I'm trying to frame it like that. Yeah, it was a
0: mistake. Yeah, you know. Okay, so I think there are a bunch of different ways to argue this one, but here's what I com- where I come down on it. Well, all
1: right, shit. I know. No. <laughs> watch, <laughs> out. watch out when you ask a manager. Yeah, you come down. I'm on coming it. down hard. I'm <laughs> dropping
0: the hammer. Um a confrontation isn't the way to go here. This is your boss, you have to work with her and she has control over the quality of life at work and your actual job. And there's more to lose than to gain by causing significant tension in the relationship with I her.
1: would also say, like, I understand that the, the boss is technically has more power. Uh-huh. But in this situation, Tammy in this situation is the low person. You know, she's coming yeah. in at low status on this one. So the 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 wife, it's an opportunity for her to, uh-huh. you know, kind of set the, like, equal-less things a bit. If mm-hmm, she wants
0: to. Mm-hmm. So. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't say anything. Why not just say, Gavin told me a call last week. Were you looking for me?
1: <laughs> that sounds like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Were you looking for me?
0: Yeah, that way you're putting her on notice that your husband told you about it, that you're not going to shy away from asking her about it point blank. Okay. And that this isn't going to be going to somehow fly under the ra- radar as okay. as an okay thing to do. Okay. If she doesn't deny it, then you could say, please use my number if you're trying to reach me and don't call Gavin. If she
1: does deny it, then just say, huh, that's weird. Okay. Okay. I, w- I mean, I like that I hadn't thought about it. I might say instead, was it an emergency? Yeah. Were you trying to get a hold
0: of me? Yeah, because like, was it, Gavin? that's the emergency yeah, number. Yeah. Like,
1: was there something wrong yeah. or, you know, something was wrong, but then it was a mistake or mm-hmm. you accidentally dialed him. Yeah. Give her an out.
0: Yeah. Right, right, you right. You know? On.
1: Yeah. Um, she's probably feeling pretty low. Yeah,
0: she's like okay, she's like, Hey, I wonder if anyone noticed. Yeah. I like, see I dialed Gavin like, why last did I night.
1: Gavin. That?
0: Yeah, uh, it might feel much softer than is warranted, but you'll have called out the behavior and mm-hmm. the message is going to get through, but without junking up your work life with more awkwardness that is already inherent in the situation.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't I don't know how awkward it is, it's pretty obvious what happened. The one was drunk, at mm-hmm. home, lonely, thought your husband was cute, and made the just, huge mistake of calling him. Yeah. And then didn't go anywhere with it. Right. <laughs> like, that's what happened. Yeah. I don't know what you can do about that. Yeah.
0: Right. You know? So, to be clear, though, any awkwardness that results from this is Tammy's fault, not yours. Oh, yeah. But the outcome you want here is Tammy knows I know about this, Tammy. and it isn't okay, and thus highly unlikely to do it again. Not Tammy feels my full wrath and learns the error of her ways. Yeah,
1: because... It's it's, it,
0: you don't have to hit it with a sledgehammer. It's not hammer.
1: that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really... It, I don't know. It really isn't. Yeah, of course, then you're stuck working for someone who drunk dialed your husband. Yeah. But again, the drunk dial, I
0: mean... Well, now she knows her type. Yeah. So now she can find another, like...
1: Like a kind of a pseudo Gavin,
0: yeah, and set her up so then she's happy. Well, see,
1: this is the the thing is like this; it's not personal, yeah, yeah. You know, all
0: right, I like that one. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I think that she should just find yeah help help um,
1: set her up on dates. Yeah, because she seriously needs somebody. Yeah, (laughs) she's calling up (laughs) people's husbands that she met one time. Yeah, I mean the other thing is to play the. The devil's advocate side of this is he's saying that she called him unsolicited, mm-hmm. but we don't know that that's the case. Ah. You know, we don't know that they didn't have an exchange of some kind.
0: Oh, right. And he said, yeah, call me.
1: Give me a call or oh, not yeah, we even talk about it Didn't it. even get that far. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe knows it, they talked moment.
0: about something like they were talking about lightsaber dueling.
1: Whatever. Yeah.
0: And he's like, oh, I have this great article and these two podcasters mm-hmm. we're talking about. So we don't.
1: You know, because I, I think in a lot of situations, the the husband might not say anything. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what are you going to say? But he ran and he, ro- <laughs> he ran and told immediately. So yeah. Who knows? All right. I All like right. that one. So I have some wolf news. This is actually a really cool wolf news that comes out of Estonia. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was some Estonian workers where they were working near a dam on the Parnu River. And they saw... Uh, what they thought was a dog trapped in the ice. Oh. So, so, they go down, they clear a path through the ice, they rescue this dog, uh-huh. they wrap the dog up, they transport the dog to um, an animal protection unit area, uh-huh. and they take care of the animal, they, like, fix the dog up, all this kind of stuff. Lo and behold, like, a local farmer comes by, and is like, what are you guys doing with a wolf up in here? <gasps> it was a wolf. Wow. So, it's, and then, then the guy was like, really? Because when they, they transported the wolf, here's a picture of the wolf in their car. They it looks transported, like a German Shepherd. Yeah, it was but it's huge. Okay. This is the thing, it's a really, really large dog. But, you know, in Europe, there are a lot of dogs that really resemble wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they, they wrapped this thing up in like a little blanket. It was hanging out with them in the car. It was like lying on the guy's legs. Oh. He said when he had to move the wolf, which they thought was a dog at that point, lifted up and was very cordial towards it. But then when they found out it was a wolf, they were like, fuck. <laughs> they put him in a cage and they put uh, they called the animal protection services they put like a little tracker on them they made sure the animal was okay and they released him into the wild Oh, but I God, like the dad. idea that this wolf is probably like they think I'm a dog I better go with this uh oh <laughs> bark yes exactly bark. Pant. tail wag I'm enjoying being scratched behind the ear this is awful but I want to get fixed yeah 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 Um. so yeah they basically saved a wolf that was masquerading as a dog mm, yeah. for a brief Probably period of time. Went back to the pack and they're like, What are you, raised by humans? Yes!
0: Falling <laughs> in the like, ice? No,
1: guys, you won't believe it. I got food, <laughs> medical services that was transported around. I got a blanket. They gave me this piece of jewelry. <laughs> and now I'm back out. Yeah. But it's so, I mean, this is. I'm, always, I'm fascinated by the, the relationship between humans and wolves and dogs, but also like this, the little line between a wolf and a dog. Yeah,
0: what is the line between
1: a wolf they and a They say that the line is, is that wolves will always choose the pack. Uh-huh. Dogs will be like, screw the pack, and we'll stay with a human. Okay. And, Not this wolf. And you can become, you can be a wolf, and I guess you can become a dog by basically ignoring the pack okay. and going with people. And that begins to be, you know, that's the beginning of your domestication. I see. You know, so it's fascinating. This this wolf just went along with it, but at the picture—it's clearly a wolf. I like in my mind.
0: Yeah, it's clearly it looks like a wolf. a wolf.
1: Yeah, when you it, look at it straight on, yeah. oh my god, that but is a big bad wolf at the moment. It was probably like I'm just like I'm just gonna keep it small. Right. I'm not gonna howl. It was wet. It was wet. It was cold. It was yeah. gonna die, and these people were saving it. Yeah. So, pretty interesting. Go Estonia. Right. Apparently, it's their um, the the wolf was made their like mascot. Yeah, it's like the it's Estonia's national animal is the wolf. Mm. This wolf, in particular. Yeah. All right. What do you
0: have? I have robot news. Oh, awesome.
1: So we the robot apocalypse it's probably happening right yeah. now. Hello, um, yeah.
0: Hello, robot overlords. hello, overlords. Yes. Anyway, so I was like, what can we expect in 2019 from robots? I don't know. What What is the thing yeah. that they're working on? What are they going to do? And it says there that robots will be smarter, cuter, and cooler than ever. I'm sorry. They, weren't they want smart, to make cuter, them cuter, cool before. They want them to be, have a really cute, lovable look to them.
1: Okay, so we're they gonna make small Asian babies?
0: Yeah, they look like, like
1: little. They look, <laughs> oh, no, like, it does look they, like small Asian babies. Yeah, they
0: look what like the almost hell? like Teletubbies. Oh my In goodness. a way, and like they have these nice, these cute little eyes that big eyes that look up at
1: you. I mean, they say they look cute, but as someone who is, I'm not a kid person, and I'm not a baby person. I wouldn't pick this shit up. I wouldn't even look at it. <laughs> they obviously want something. I mean, look at it.
0: Yeah, the eyes are uh, huge. Uh, in the case, uh, sometimes in the case of cute uh, cute personal and home robots, this means quite literally looking them in the
1: eye. No, there's, uh, they don't have an eye. Looking them in the camera.
0: Yeah, industrial <laughs> robots are you observe from the safe yes, distance. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But um, big electronics companies like LG and Sony put robots front and center during their grand stage presentations at Las Vegas tech shows. Did they coo and fall down? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, They look like sheep robots. Like a
1: sheep baby robot.
0: They do. They look like little sheep. They look like I. you'd almost want to pet it. Yeah. Or in my case,
1: kick it. (laughs) Because I don't have time for that. I don't have anything for you. I have no candy for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, They're trying to, like, again, kind of frame the robots in the way, oh, you know, we need them for
1: health care. I mean, it's cute, but you have to remember how many people like myself are just not enamored with babies. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, dude, I don't want that.
0: But they're trying to like train kids.
1: Ah, uh, you know. But they, what happens when those kids grow up? Will they not see those things as sinister? The same way that the Snuggle Bear—remember the little Snuggle mm-hmm. Bear from the commercials? Yeah. At first, it was cute, and then it took on a sinister overtone. Right, right. And I look back up on that as sinister when it starts like breaking down a little bit. Yeah. The voice is like,
0: "I love you," yeah. and then it's
1: like, "I love you," and it's, it's creepy. Yeah. Uh, or Teddy Ruxpin, which um, I refuse to have.
0: Yeah. They said that the robot they're most excited to meet was uh, an, an most co- exciting is Lovot, a new
1: companion robot for from who? a Japanese startup called Groove X. Okay, um, this is Japan. Oh, is this, this is a companion robot for the other robots. <laughs> oh, when they have no people left. Right,
0: right, right. Um, they said they described the robot. Um, it's designed to cure loneliness. And he and his team were working the on it. The disease of loneliness. This
1: disease of loneliness. Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
0: Um, That's
1: something that we as a society, I feel like, have to work on. I don't know if, you know what I mean? I don't know if robots can do that.
0: It looks like, <laughs> so they developed this robot, and it looks like a puppy-eyed bot, and it's um, like a fleecy baby sloth. It looks kind of like a little baby raccoon to
1: me. Leads yeah. me to believe that it will steal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Right. it can move around independently um, on retractable wheels and interact with you via sound, touch, or physical movement.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it is designed for one thing and one thing only: for you to love it. That's sad. It's a companion robot, and so it's like, it, it, yeah. It if you don't pet it and talk to it, it, it does. Moves, it makes sad faces and,
1: and does. So it's not, I mean, I understand where they're going for. This is the cure for this horrible disease of loneliness. Yeah. Um, but it, there's it's not an equal relationship, so I think it's going to screw things up for people emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, it makes a sad face, mm-hmm. which is different yeah. than the real needs, emotional needs re- of, of, of somebody. And then yeah, every things that have emotional needs also have other needs as well. Right. This thing doesn't. This thing just wants to be made to is smile. They're, oh,
0: they're just, I mean, they're trying to find a way for people to interact without having to expend too much to be too vulnerable which is not the way to go.
1: Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. Because that that teaches you where your boundaries are, mm-hmm. right? That you are if you're putting a lot out there and you're not getting anything back or you're not putting thing, I don't know, it just there's no what we have going on with this human interaction thing is pretty good. Mhm. I, know, <laughs> like, it, I know. like it works pretty well. Yeah, right. So I'm not sure how you recreate right. that. And with I don't think, robot. Yeah. I don't even think we understand how that works. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want this cute robe stealing little thing in my... Yeah, body. but they're yeah. trying to... The,
0: my my point really is that they're trying to make robots overall cuter so people would okay. be more... Uh, it would approach them and, and more likely to embrace them in their homes. And
1: then what happens when they start doing things that aren't cute? Yeah. Like I know. They, it looks cute. I know. That's gonna, but that's going to change what cute is. So if you have something that looks cute but is really menacing, over time that look of cute becomes a look of, me- of, of being menace. Menacing, yes. Right. Yes. The same way that we feel about like snakes. Like snakes are not inherently menacing. The form it's of it, a, but yes. over time we figured out, like, when we see something like that. To run. To run. Because something bad is gonna happen. Yeah. All right, well good luck with that. Um so I would be uh remiss if I did not mention a Hallmark TV original. Yes. These guys are churning them out. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, this was called Love on the Menu. Love on the Menu? <laughs> love on <laughs> the Menu. Are you kidding me? So the cooking shows are all the rage now, so mm-hmm. of course, what, what I'm starting to have a lot of respect for Hallmark, because they just go and see what's popular out there, mm-hmm. and they're like, and a romance on top of it. Yeah, right. So <laughs> they have observed that cooking shows, those competitions, yeah, are big. big, and they were like, well, how about a romance? So Love on the Menu, a chef makes a deal... Uh, with a frozen food executive in order to save his restaurant. With a frozen food executive? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Starring uh, Autumn Reeser, Kevin Smith, and Barbara Niven. Um, and love on the menu. Not the Kevin Smith. Cavon Smith. Okay. <laughs> is a fancier Kevin Smith.
0: It's international. I thought, it, oh, really, when you gave me that title, I thought it was like uh, somebody who com- keeps going to the same restaurant. Oh. And to meet
1: the waitress, the uh-huh. server. Okay. And, and the romance develops. In. Yeah. Well, you've just written the film. Yeah. Congratulations. You should <laughs> send it to a hallmark, that her. treatment.
0: And he he's like, oh, I'm here because t- I want to try everything on the menu. And he's like, he's going to try to get a date everything with Everything but love. Yeah, he's going to get her to fall in love with him by the time he's done with the menu.
1: And are you giving it the same time? This is love on the menu too? <laughs> Bistro love? Yeah. Uh, so there's another Love to one. go. Love to go. I like it. Here's another one. Just add romance. Same genre. All right. Um, when Kelly and Jason, exact opposites, okay. compete on a famed cooking show for their chance at their own restaurant. Of course, they're complete opposites, but they have the same goal. Same skill set. Because so they're opposite. And they're in the same league because they're opposite. Yeah. Um, uh, for, uh, for a chance at their own restaurant, what will matter more, their culinary careers or their potential love? Starring Megan Fahey and Luke McFarlane. Mm-hmm. And they look like they could be fraternal twins. Really? <laughs> that's the strange part of this, but this is I think that's just unlucky for them, mm-hmm. the actors. But just add romance. So we'll see what happens to Jason and Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, folks. Yeah. Mine would be for just add romance. I think it would be kinda like Beast or Love. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like there's you know, the missing how about the missing ingredient is love. It's love. Not bad. So Hallmark TV Originals. Yeah, it could be a whole thing about, like, um,
0: uh, somebody has family recipes that are really, really good, mm-hmm. and so this uh, restaurateur wants to steal the recipes. For his, his, his bistro. Re- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah,
1: that could also so be. So in the in the commission of the theft, he falls in love. Love or, with the, yes, with the. Or it's got to be the kind of thing where the, the woman who has the recipes she's putting those recipes out there through her own bistro, but it's struggling. Yes, yes, This guy has a chain of, he's like a Bobby Flay of whatever it is that she's doing. And maybe he comes to town and they have a contest to see who will get these recipes. But in the end, they fall in love and he gives up his chain and together they make her little, you know, Mama's Recipes Bistro the place to be. Yeah,
0: there we
1: go. In the Bistro series. (laughs) Love on the Menu 4. The Bistro series. Yeah, the Bistro yeah. series. Like <laughs> Why not, Hallmark? Take note. All right, what do you have? Uh,
0: and, and by the way, you have to get in touch with us, Hallmark, if yeah. you want to make anything. If of you want to make the Bistro series. If we see the Bistro series, <laughs> we're coming at you. <laughs> coming at you hard. Yeah. <laughs> anything with a Bistro. Yeah, like that manager did. Yes. Ask a manager. Yeah, set in a Bistro. Yes. Anything.
1: You play bass, keys, drums, guitar, sing lead or rap, too. looking for a place to go, Saturday night, 8 p.m. to That's 12. The Funkadelic Studios, y'all, a fully equipped rehearsal jam. studio. It's got everything you need to jam. jam. What you waiting on? 209 was 40th Street. Jam. Come one, come all, and you can bring your Just bandmate, jam. lover, or friend. Yeah, come prepared prepare to jam. jam.
0: Okay, well, it seems that uh, kids' visions are not so great. Visions of what? <laughs> oh, you're talking about a they're... poorly constructed <laughs> sentence, sorry. Playing outside seems to help kids' vision. These
1: children have no vision is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Their horizon is so close.
0: They have no idea about
1: the future, no vision no whatsoever. Vision. It's derivative. Even the way they play house is derivative.
0: Uh, with the availability of technology, um, it's making children of today.
1: They uh, can't see shit? They can't see. <laughs> <can't>. It's, it's <laughs> not funny. It's just
0: like. See? Yeah, basically. Yeah, because remember how they used to tell us, don't sit so close to the TV? That was like the big thing. Yeah. Get away from it. Sit far back. You yeah. You sit more, like five feet away. And it's yeah, like, yeah. No. Well, now the TV's so big, you can't get far away from it. No matter where you go in the room, it's right. there. But no,
1: but no parent is telling their kid to sit back from the TV anymore. Do you realize You know why? Because <laughs> they're quiet. Yeah. <laughs> They're quiet. They're not having sex or drugs. When they're, there, they're not talking back to their parents, they're not moving anything around. I think parents don't give a, a shit. Yeah, they don't. they're like they're quiet. They're blind. Fine, whatever. Yeah, they're quiet.
0: Yeah, but we were always told to sit further back yeah. from the TV. Um, we but, were always told to sit further away from everything. Yeah, you could never. And have, then get up and go outside the But go, in the eighties,
1: nothing could be close to your face. Nothing. <laughs> everything had to be further away. Even if you're just reading a magazine, was too close. <laughs> Pull back. Everything had to be away from your face.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. But it turns out that kids nowadays, because of their screens, uh, they're, they're, they need glasses, and their, their vision is blurry, and um, this is, it's becoming like the, the whole population of children, they're all their eyes because are of shit. the screens. Yeah I guess
1: it's well, the screen technology isn't so advanced to allow for us to be staring at it all the time without it. Mm -hmm. Affecting our vision, Mm -hmm. I find that some because I do a lot of stuff on screens, but I still read a lot of books, and I notice the difference on the in the strain on my eyes. Yes, I I wear glasses. uh, I've been wearing glasses since I was like seven or eight years old, Mm -hmm. mostly for reading. And I find that the screens do really tire me out. I take off my glasses and I'm reading a book, and I'm fine. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, I have uh, cheaters nowadays.
1: Yeah, they're quite sporty. (laughs) (laughs) Are they the Brooke Shields cheaters (laughs) from Target? Yes. I love that she has, like, a lot of sofas, but also cheaters. Yes.
0: love the Brooke Shields. Yeah, and we're still having um, to deal with her. Uh, so, anyway, so this is a worldwide
1: epidemic of nearsightedness mm-hmm. in the West. Yeah. I'm sure there's some kids in Africa who are like, I can see for 10 miles. Yeah, right. And I can run there. Yeah, exactly. And I've memorized a book on the way. <laughs> I'm going to tell that book when I get there. Yeah, um...
0: So, yeah, so what they're t- saying now is that children, if they go outside and play more... they like they're, the sun. The sun, <laughs> it burns. It burns. Someone
1: turn it down. Someone
0: dim it. Their eyes are better. Their eyesight is better when they go outside and play. You don't
1: say. Do oh, <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. So that's the cure? Yeah, go, go well, outside. Go yeah. outside. Yeah. It's not going to happen because outside parents have to watch their children. Mm-hmm. Their children may encounter other children, start thinking for themselves. There's dirt outside. Might There's all kinds of st- out there might be a peanut out there. might be a peanut. Yeah. There's they all kinds to, of yeah, stuff The parents would there. have to talk to the children. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the asparagus <laughs> is not organic out there. Anything can happen. You never know.
0: I know. Go outside. K-
1: kids today. Can I just <laughs> <Yeah>. say, <laughs> this is our, our, our new segment, kids today. But
0: we didn't go outside enough
1: either, I feel like.
0: Uh, yeah, I was always told to go outside because yeah. I wanted
1: to read. Yeah, I wanted to read as well. I wanted to read and I wanted to watch science fiction yeah. on television like late at night. Yes. Well, we were always being told to go outside.
0: I w- went to go see a show last night, but beforehand I stopped at a bar. Okay, as one does. As one does, just a quick snack yeah. and a drink. And a pair of teeth. Yeah, and there's two men sitting at the bar. Okay. Uh, and there's plenty of open seats. Okay. I sit far away from them. And in come like their wives and the kids. Okay. The kids are like one, three, four. And this is why we have
1: to bring smoking back in bars.
0: They all come in. And they Now sally this is up. a
1: Friday night at it's, six o'clock. Oh, so happy hour.
0: They all sat at the bar.
1: Each yeah. kid had their own bar stool. Yeah, I know. And was
0: like, "Are you kidding me?"
1: This is how it's going. This is why um, you know. This is what happens when you get older. As I mm-hmm. get older, I realize I'm going to have to. Go to places that are a little more European or old school or mm-hmm. something where there's, like, smoking or something or a tit hanging out or something unsavory going on. Yeah. Because I don't want to be at the bar with children.
0: Yeah, the kids are there and they're just, like, drinking water. Yeah, and it's, again, just,
1: like I said, because parents don't want to go to a family restaurant. Yeah. Because they don't want to do that.
0: They don't want to do that, so they are now, like, okay, the school yeah, bar the is bar. now.
1: And it, it used, I think forget. it used to just be in Brooklyn. No, this was Lower East Side. Yeah, now it's everywhere. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Yeah, Little Kids at a Bar. Yeah, this is why I try to go to seedy places. Mm -hmm. Places where no child should be left unattended. Sitting at the bar. Sitting at the Uh, bar.
0: Yeah.
1: Good luck to them.
0: And then, not only that, then there were some other men who were sitting at tables behind us, and they, they were ordering drinks over my shoulder, right next to the other woman, mm-hmm. but on my other side, there was a space. There was
1: empty bar stools. Maybe they're trying to roll up on you. Did you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> the guys are like, this just so- I, I've ordered 30 shots, this woman hasn't looked over <laughs> once. Are you kidding me? I'm broke. I'm out.
0: I was like... Uh, are these are like kids... This- this guy is dumb. I mean, like if I don't want anything to do with him if he doesn't know how to like go walk where there's aye, open that spaces. That was his game. You aye, ruined aye. it.
1: Aye. That gentleman went home alone that night. He did. Thinking about a blonde you saw by some kids at a bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glaring at children. Yes.
1: That's my kind of woman.